0: The new health reform law will take steps to encourage patients to use preventive tests and screenings to head off chronic conditions like diabetes that are extracting a huge toll on the nation's budget for medical care. So just how much is the cost of diabetes care to the medical system, and what is the origin of these expenses? You're listening to this month's special series, Focus on Diabetes, on ReachMD Radio, on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japsen, your host, and joining me today is Dr. Joanna Jong. She is a senior research scientist at the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, working with the Healthcare Cost and Utilization Project to develop data, particularly with AHRQ quality indicators. Before joining AHRQ, Dr. Zhang was senior researcher at the Healthcare Association of New York State. Her work has been published in many national medical journals and publications, such as American Journal of Public Health, Diabetes Care... Healthcare Management Review and the Joint Commission Journal on Quality Improvement. Dr. Jiang received her doctorate in health services organization and research from the Medical College of Virginia, Virginia Commonwealth University, and she obtained dual master's degrees in hospital and health administration as well as urban regional planning from the University of Iowa and Iowa City. We're so happy to have her join us from her offices in the Washington suburb of Rockville, Maryland. Dr. Joanna Jung, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals.
1: Thank you, Bruce, for having me on your program.
0: Well, it's great to have you because diabetes is perhaps coming if it's not already an epidemic. And when people talk about health care reform, you know, they're not just talking about trying to make people better, but this is a costly condition that Americans are facing. And tell us a little bit about some of your recent research that talks about that.
1: Yes. So as you already mentioned, Bruce, more and more Americans are having diabetes and with some not even knowing that they have diabetes. And we know that people with diabetes, if they don't keep good control of their blood sugar levels, could develop all kinds of complications. In both short run and long runs, so those conditions are costly. So common condition complications could include lower extremity disease, which could result in loss of toes and feet. So we heard about amputations. Eye disease, which may cause loss of eyesight, and renal And diabetes patients are also at substantially higher risk for stroke and heart attack. And poor control of blood sugar level uh, could increase the risk for various types of infection whether it's pneumonia or urinary tract infection. So once developing a complication, the patient is likely to be hospitalized. And so some of the research I conducted with my colleague here at AHRQ is to look at the use and cost of hospital care by individuals with diabetes. And we found that in 2008, people with diabetes accounted for nearly one in five hospital admissions and contributed to Close to eighty three billion total hospital costs. So in other words, one in five hospital states were for patients with diabetes, and hospitals spent over 80 billion in total treating for those patients. And we also found that patients with diabetes tend to stay in the hospital longer and cost more than patients without diabetes, and on average, it costs hospitals about 25 percent more for providing care for patients with diabetes. And this is not surprising. Patients with diabetes tend to have more other coexisting conditions than patients without diabetes.
0: Well, that's an interesting point, too, because tell our listeners a little bit about. Who these 1 in 5 people are, because are they just people that go in for diabetes, or do they have a heart attack because of their diabetes, or what kind of is the gamut of this? Because I think a lot of people will be surprised to hear this. I mean, 1 in 5 admissions to a hospital for diabetes is a big deal.
1: So these patients may come in hospitals primarily for treating diabetes, and they may be admitted to hospital for treating heart failure which is another common reason.
0: Mm -hmm. Heart failure, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: heart failure. And other three common reasons include hardening of the arteries, Mm -hmm. pneumonia, septicemia, which is blood infection, heart attack, and obstructive pulmonary disease. So those are the common reasons for folks with diabetes to be admitted to hospitals.
0: And then if you could continue where you were, I mean, you were talking about just the costs and lengths of stay, I mean, you know, older, sicker population. But then again, you know, when we have huge numbers of people uninsured, I mean, a lot of this with diabetes, the problem is that people don't know they have it or they're not getting preventive care.
1: Right. For patients that don't even know they have diabetes, so it's important for physicians to do uh, regular checkups to help diagnosis to patients. So those are important. And then once the patient is hospitalized, it provides a good opportunity for thorough examination for both diagnosis and also for patient education as well.
0: And are the hospitals prepared to deal with this? And I guess before I even ask that question, how does the admissions for diabetes compare with other illnesses? I mean, you know, one in five, 20%, that's a lot. I mean, is there another category that is more than that? And
1: I'm not sure whether I have the exact number to tell you, but I would say a one in five is really a big chunk of the hospital missions.
0: Were there any surprises in your research as you set out to do this? And perhaps what was the objective to begin with?
1: Yeah, actually, if we look at people with diabetes who are hospitalized, and then the next question we may ask is the, are the risk of being hospitalized? Uh, distribute uh, evening across all patients or just focus on a small group of folks who tend to be hospitalized more frequently.
0: That's an important point.
1: Right. So what we found in a few other studies is that we found that uh, more than half of total hospital costs uh, are actually attributable to those individuals who have two or more hospital states. So in other words, among patients with diabetes, there's a small group of patients who tend to be hospitalized more often than others.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing a lot of people don't realize with chronic conditions is that this is not just a one-time event. I mean, you have a heart attack, you go in, you might have a bypass operation, and then you might change your lifestyle and not have to go back in the hospital again. But with diabetes, could you tell us a little bit about the multiple hospitalizations? I mean, are they in the same year? How frequent
1: in those studies, we look at just uh, within a time window of 12 months. But if you even look at six months, would be a good time frame, too.
0: What are the statistics on that? I mean, people going two, three times?
1: Well, for uh, what we found is among those who, if we're talking about 12 months, then among those who have had one, at least one, amount if, if we treat that as kind of a denominator, we found the extra 30%. So if within a 12-month period, we found that, let's say this year for the year 12 months, so we found for those who have had at least one hospitalized, and 30% of them actually had more than two. So maybe two or three or even more.
0: If you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to this month's special series, Focus on Diabetes, on ReachMD Radio and XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Jepsen, your host, and my guest today is Dr. Joanna Jiang, and she's done some research on hospitalizations for patients with diabetes. I mean, we know in healthcare reform people talking about the need for preventive care. It's unclear, really, to a lot of people of just how much this is costing our health care system. And Dr. Jiang and her colleagues have researched this, and it's fascinating research, doctor. And one thing I had a question about is you were just talking about multiple hospitalizations. Is there an average length of stay for a patient with diabetes? I mean, if this is costing so much of our system, I'm just curious as to what are we talking about with a length of stay?
1: Well, we found the length of stay for patients with diabetes average is five days. So five days compared to those without diabetes is almost close to one more day. So those with diabetes is around four days.
0: I mean, you're talking a week, basically.
1: Exactly. And related to re-emissions, if you think about the cost implications, I mean, reducing re-emissions would be a very potentially good strategy in terms of dealing with both cost and quality. And for folks who are at higher risk for hospital readmissions are likely those who have multiple chronic conditions. And so for this group of folks, it will require special efforts for care coordination and patient education in order to better address the multiple needs of those different but related health conditions. And we heard about interventions such as care management or disease management program. So those are good programs, great programs, and they need to be tailored to the special health conditions of this group of patients in order to prevent further complications and potentially avoidable re-emissions.
0: I don't know if your research has gotten into this. I'm sort of just thinking about the healthcare system now and how well prepared it is dealing with this. Because, I mean, certainly we know in healthcare reform, everybody wants people to go see their doctor and get prevention before they even get diabetes. But obviously, we can't deal with that. Is the healthcare system prepared to deal with this? Does your research show that at all?
1: I think that's a very good question. And our research is more focused on looking in hospital states.
0: Well, is this a surprise to hospitals that they're getting these patients so many and for such a long period of time?
1: That's one implication would be hospitals may be at a pretty good position in order to identify those patients with diabetes, but also to provide a treatment, initiate a treatment, and also doing some kind of patient education. And then when the patient's ready for discharge, to come up with discharge planning and for follow-up care.
0: When I write a story about this, you talk about, oh, the aging baby boomer population, and of course they have more conditions and so forth. But I notice in your research, you get into the demographics. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, are are there certain demographic groups, racial sex lines that hospitals are seeing more of?
1: Uh, Yeah, we found that the elderly groups are likely to have higher readmissions, And also certain racial ethnic groups, such as Black and Hispanics, are uh, likely to have re-emissions. Speaking of diabetes patients, than the non-Hispanic whites. And folks covered by Medicare or Medicaid uh, have much higher re-emission rates than the privately insured. So yeah, we do see disparities there.
0: And also the average total hospital cost per distinct patient I'm seeing in some of research. I mean, we're talking this is more than $20,000 for just one stay in the hospital.
1: Yes. Those numbers, actually, we did that study about the numbers based on 10 years ago. But the difference is huge. We see the differences is huge between the white and non-Hispanic whites. But speaking of more current studies, we haven't have a chance to update those numbers.
0: Where are some of your research conclusions? I mean, where does this go from here? And do you plan more areas of research?
1: We currently will kind of update our statistical briefs once a while to look at the total use and cost of hospital care by patients with diabetes. That's what we will plan to do. And also kind of comparing them with folks without diabetes. So just try to get a better sense of the utilization, the overall pictures.
0: Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Joanna Jong, who has been our guest. She is a research scientist at the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality. And we've been talking about the incredible toll that the epidemic of diabetes has on our healthcare system, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more from Dr. Jiang and her research team at the Agency for Healthcare, Research and Quality, just outside of Washington and Rockville, Maryland. And I'd like to thank her again for being our guest. My name is Bruce Japson. I've been your host, and you've been listening to a special series, Focus on Diabetes, on ReachMD Radio, on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please check us out at ReachMD.com, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.